1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTMobile.com. mobilecom
2: Now, I was not in Kashmir uh, last week. I mean, Morocco, probably not a real good place for Americans right now, just saying. But uh, anyway, uh, it, was, it was great to be away. I love traveling i love going to places that aren't around here uh no disrespect of course but especially since the pandemic i felt kind of cooped up and it was the first time i've traveled since last september and uh, getting back however uh and, and it, 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 it this whole show um it, it came from nowhere because I realized some technology is good, and then some technology, that which does not make our lives easier, why even have it? And uh, the best example I've been giving is going to a bar, and I know what you're thinking, you at a bar, Tom, do you have something you need to tell us? No, I was getting a big bottle of water. And there's a the guy behind the bar, the bar's relatively empty, and just a few years ago, I would have said, yes, I'd like the large bottle of Pellegrino, please, and we cash would have changed hands, there would have been a gratuity, and off I would have gone with my Pellegrino water. Oh no, not Saturday night, no, 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 I was dehydrated, I needed something to drink, bad, and I don't mean booze, I mean water. And I had to whip out the smartphone and scan the code and then look at the menu and then select my option. Oh, but then I had to pay on my cell phone. I have no idea how secure the server is at the Newark airport or whether I'm going to start seeing charges from Bangladesh or Czechoslovakia appearing on my charge statement. But uh, that's what I, I – it took me five minutes to get a bottle of water that just a few years ago would have taken 20 seconds. Um, some, if technology helps you, um, it's a good thing, okay? I mean, there's a lot of medical technology, for example. Uh, that is very helpful. Uh, Those of you who have hernias, for example, don't know why that's on my mind, but um, yeah, that's next. So anyway, the technology for fixing hernias has been vastly improved over what it used to be. Uh, The technology for open heart surgery and pretty much every other surgery you can think of, eye surgery, has improved dramatically, and that's cool. Um, But when you've got to be an IT expert just to get your way home, it just it it doesn't uh, it doesn't make your life any easier um, whatsoever. Uh, anyway, eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty and one 616 six W B E N. Let us go. Did you say it was uh, Jeff Tanner? Correct uh jeff correct is uh, on wben hello jeff thank you for holding you are on and i apologize for having to ask tanner things but uh i've been That's locked fine. out of see the, one of the reasons i'm doing the show here today is i, I somehow found myself locked out of uh, a certain computer system that i usually use so anyway you're on wben
3: hey tom so anyway i take a trip down to miami this week I, I went down to see a music festival. And I went through, I have one bag to check, and this is the TSA, and I'm watching the kids on the computers as I go through, and they're all just kind of standing there, you know, with their arms full, and they're just kind of sitting and they're yapping about who's on break next and that kind of thing, and they're <sighs> looking at the screens and through the x-rays and all that, so I get through Buffalo. I get to LaGuardia, same thing. Now, I smoke, so I left the airport and went out and had a cigarette, came back through, and I had time to kill, so I'll sit through the line again, so I did. Oh. Then I get to Miami, and I get to my hotel, and I open up my backpack to unpack it. Now, normally the backpack I use is the one I use for work, and I keep tools in it. And inside one of the side pockets, what do I find that I forgot to take out of the bag? A box cutter. Can you believe it? A box
2: uh, cutter. This was not a carry-on bag, though.
3: It was a carry-on bag. Oh, it
2: was. Oh. It was
3: in my yeah. backpack.
2: Oh, you know what? Uh, Okay, number one, I I find that disturbing. Number two, I think you got to chuckle a little bit about it. Number three, one of the trips to New York City I took to see Steely Dan, um, I open up my carry-on bag, and there was a metal fork. And I have no idea why I would have a metal fork in the carry-on bag, but there was a metal fork in the carry-on bag. No problem. Uh, But somehow it got through. I could have possibly done a lot of damage with a metal fork. It had four tines on it, you know.
3: If I was a madman, I could have commanded that flight, you know, <laughs> you, and I didn't. But,
2: but, 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 okay, but no, but, no, see, you couldn't have. You could not have done it because anybody who, tra- you can go back and you can look over all of the news stories since 9 2001, of people who have behaved in erratic ways on airplanes, other passengers immediately out of self-preservation, they just pile on. Okay. And uh-uh. unlike the Buffalo Bills defense, they are not missing tackles.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the best part of the story. On my way back yesterday, going through Miami airport, put the same, I took the knife out of course, and put it in uh, the check-in. And I, so. I, 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 put, I put a, a bottle of diet Pepsi in my bag and I go on. They sure enough, pull it aside. So sure. You can't have liquid. They're all wrapped up in a bottle of diet Pepsi. And let me come through two airports with a knife. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe, I didn't know whether I was, I'm still in shock.
2: Okay, then, okay, and then there are people, I I don't know if we've, do we have anybody listening who always gets pulled over for secondary screening by security? Mrs. Bowerly, she must look very, very sketchy because she is always singled out. She's always got to go in another room with a woman for another inspection.
3: Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all right. That's what happens when we don't profile. We just don't. It's, it's funny. They had kids taking their shoes off and stuff. Come on. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I mean, amazing. well, yeah, I, I'm sorry. And, and maybe you can maybe somebody can help me with this. But uh, I, I didn't TSA change things where once you got to a certain age, you don't have to take your shoes off anymore. Uh
4: Unbelievable. I mean, anyway. I, I'm, I'm
2: just I'm I'm asking asking the question if anybody knows the answer to that because uh, I I do not, um, and unfortunately, uh, I won't get into too many details here. But something happened where I was last week, which caused me to lose a lot of what I had and um my whole game plan got screwed up cuz i was going to wear and i was going to wear shorts and flip-flops on the return flights um that <laughs> didn't work out for reasons i won't get into but right. uh you know it was uh i don't know man it was just crazy crazy
3: wow oh wow all right
2: all right buddy thanks i appreciate the uh, phone call on uh, WBEN it is Bowerly. we're talking about uh, technology uh actually technology and uh I'm not a complete and total Luddite. Don't get me wrong. I like some technology. I like being able to come home and go to Netflix because it's an easy-to-use interface. But technology, it's becoming a pain in the butt. And again, right before going on the air, I get an email that I needed desperately, and I couldn't just open it up. No, it sent it to Google Drive, whatever that is. I don't even know how to get into Google Drive. I don't even know what Google Drive is. Uh, let's go to Norma in, uh, is it Norma in Tatawanda there, Tanner? Yes, sir. Norma, you are in WBEN. Thank you for holding my love. It is your turn.
5: Thank you. I had a couple of things I wanted to kind of complain about. Uh, first of all is the, um, having to sign up on your phone to every darn store in the world to get one of their coupons. I don't want 400 different apps on my phone just to get a coupon. I'd rather just, you know, get the old thing in in the newspaper, cut it out, and then just hand it to them. Because some of these stores, especially the bigger ones, you have to go page after page after page after page to look for the coupon you're looking for or to see if the item you're buying is even on sale.
2: But okay, let's 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 expand. Let's just expand that. One of our earlier callers brought this up about gathering information on us. It's not so much that they really want you to use their app. What they want is your mailing address, so they can bombard you with advertisements constantly.
5: Exactly, exactly. That is for darn sure. And then, like going to the doctors, before you go to the doctors, you get something in the email or your text. (laughs) to sign in in advance uh-huh so uh-huh. You, you go and do that then you get to the doctor and then they want you to do it you have to sign in again
1: and, and then afterwards you get of a of survey
5: chronic causing you ever gone to the doctor and they open up the wrong is the wrong person it's like no. who are you talking about
2: no that's never you know, like, do, you, do you have a common last name because i clearly do not
5: no, I don't by any means have a common last oh, well, weird stuff. No, that's, and then that allergies there that I don't have. So it's just I think it's making some things lazier. You know what I mean? Because I don't think they actually even look at what's on the computer. That you know, like they would with the paper charts that they used to have. Yeah, I just I just think that your visits with the doctors are so much shorter because they just zip 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 and that's it. But then the worst thing I think is the education. I watch my granddaughter after right, school. Hold was- on,
2: I, I want to. This is going to be a long thought, so I need to interrupt you here. Unfortunately, and my deepest apologies, but I am a prisoner of the clock. It is uh, Bowerly talking about technology: the good, the bad, the ugly, and if technology makes your life easier, I'm all for it. But when technology, when when technology is instituted for technology's sake, like Hey, scan this code to get your bottled water at Newark Airport so a 20-second f- transaction becomes a five-minute ordeal. Count me out. Thank you very much. And it's it's evolving so quickly. I don't know how anybody but IT experts stay up on it because, I'm sorry, the rest of us are trying to lead lives, like in person, with human beings, and human contact. Just saying. Uh, let's get back to uh, Norma Uh, on WBEN. So, Norma, you were talking about your kids, or grandkids rather, struggling in uh, school because of technology?
5: Well, they, you know what it is, too, is like, I myself am not used to, like, the math and stuff that they're teaching now. But the kids don't come with books. They come with just a piece of paper. And so I don't have access to go back into their school book and look and see where did they start, what, you know, how what the process is. So possibly I might be able to help her with this, with this, you know, problem that she has in her math. And the only history or science they're learning is what the teacher hands them on that one piece of paper. You know, they don't get the books that, you know, you could go through and see and do other things. I have a friend of mine, she's 79, raising her great-granddaughter, who's nine, and she doesn't even own a computer. She doesn't have a cell phone. And so, trying to help her on her, on her, uh, you know, school laptop is is not possible whatsoever because she has no experience whatsoever. So, but
2: you know, there there are people who are a lot younger than she who don't have smartphones. They don't have them. They don't want them. Uh, Some people are going back to flip phones, believe it or not. But again, not
5: everybody has a smartphone. I'm not a slave to my phone. When I go out very often, sometimes I don't take it. I, we went to a jazz little jazz thing about a week and a half ago, and the only way you could order food was to scan the thing that was on the table, look through the menu, pay for it, and then they did an automatic 20% gratuity.
2: Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I, it's I a frequent arm. a rest. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
5: No, I mean that's just ridiculous.
2: Uh, I do not disagree, but a lot of times the places like that, and I frequent one that does have codes on the bar. I I always ask for the paper menu. You know why? Because I'm old school. And what's wrong with a paper menu? Um, You know, they don't even have
5: like waiters or waitresses. Well, you know, this... the only person that they had was the bartender, so they did the orders and everything else once you put it through, you know, from your table.
2: Understood. It was. Understood. It was really bizarre. Well, yeah, but that's unfortunately. Look, if if you're going to have a scan the code uh, with your smartphone option, you should always have the paper menu option for people such as you, because. Um, it, We spend – look, I was talking to Tim Wenger about this uh, last week, whenever, but – not everybody wants to be buried in a phone all the time. It's a lot easier to have a conversation with uh, your significant other or somebody with whom you happen to be dining with a paper menu than it is with something that's on your phone. So easy to point to, ooh, look, stuffed banana peppers. So As opposed to, hey, I thought I saw them somewhere on the next page, maybe, and then you hit the wrong button and you end up on the porn you were watching. Terrible. Uh, but anyway, Norma, thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thank you. Listen to you. <laughs> Ah, thank you, you Norma. Just, I got a break. One I One thing,
5: real simple. Uh, Tell yes. all the people in the news, not our news, that this is not upstate New York. That little spit of land that they call Manhattan, if you don't live there, everything else is upstate New York. It's like, excuse me, you're only like 2% of the property of New York State. You know, to call the rest of New York, not by name, not by city, but upstate new york somewhere it you know, i don't know in, how that
2: ties into this topic but uh thank you uh, very much i, I appreciate it no it does not uh we need to break uh on news radio 930 wben that's where the votes are though so uh it is uh, what it is uh i was very proud of myself on the flight back i looked down i saw a whole bunch of oil refineries and i said that's philadelphia then i looked at the map on the plane sure enough it was philadelphia so i took some pride in that thank you very much um that's now see that's technology I like on on the flight back it was a seven thirty seven um max series 800, 900, and you could actually follow the progress of the flight during the flight now that technology absolutely cool like ooh there's Cuba down there how cool that is where are the missiles where are, they still have missiles down there but uh, it was fun. Sorry, right, I kind of got tied up here with a little uh, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930, WBEN loves. Thanks to Joe Beamer for sitting in uh, last week. Uh, had some uh, PTO and got more PTO coming up this year. Uh, it's nice to be away and uh, actually conscious for it. Anyway, uh, talking about technology, uh, which... Um, <laughs> you know te- look technology can be super super cool or technology can be a real pain in the butt and look i you know, just so many things so many things have changed uh, for example the self check-in kiosks oh come on i mean you have got to be an it expert to uh, law, you know, to to get on a, a, a plane now and again I mean, just think about the irony of this All of the crap that you and I have to go through to get on an airplane and uh, this this flight out west, they let some pilot from another airline who is uh, off duty. They obviously have professional courtesy situations uh, Ride in the jump seat in the cockpit. And this nutcase tries to take over the cockpit from inside. And thank God that the uh, pilot and co-pilot were able to. uh, ideally beat the crap out of him and uh get him out of the cockpit in a big big hurry and he faces some very very serious charges and uh, we probably won't be seeing him anytime real soon uh as in the rest of his life and that's good uh but the i i'm sorry i don't mean to ramble here on wben not that i haven't done that before and uh tanner you tell me where i should go next because you sir are in charge of the show behind the glass
6: Let's go to Jim in
4: Lancaster.
2: let's uh, let's do that. Uh, Jim in Lancaster, you are on WBEN. welcome.
4: Uh, same to you, Tom. Thank you very much for bringing the subject up. I are you liking Are you
2: liking this topic? Because I had no plan on doing it today. Uh, there, there are two things that pissed me off right before the show. Number one, an inability to log into something I needed to log into. Number one. Number two, getting an email on which I've been waiting for hour after hour after hour and not being able to open it. It made me download it and put it into something called Google Drive. I have no idea how to into the Google Drive. I don't even know what Google Drive is. No, I agree with you, my younger brother, and what I would
4: like to say is that welcome to the future, what you Uh. experienced at Newark Airport is what the future is, and it's only going to get worse. The whole thing is about power and control of the citizenry. Unfortunately, uh, the younger generations, and you're among the older generations, so you have experienced it, But the younger generations have no idea what they're giving up. We are giving up our freedoms. We are giving up our liberties. And unfortunately, this is our, uh, no matter what we say, this is what is going to happen because that's what the powers to be want to happen. And it's all about power and control of the the, uh, citizenry. You I, know, I, I wish point.
2: I could. I, I wish that I could call you paranoid. I wish I could call you a nut job, but I happen to agree with you because it, we're oh, reaching a point um, where every last transaction you make is going to be on the record and recorded for all time. Go ahead, please.
4: Tom, it's not about that. I was born at the end of World War II in 1944, so I'm kind of an older person. I've seen a lot of the transition. I would strongly suggest to everyone who is listening to this program today to watch Stanley Kubrick's 2001 Space Odyssey. Pay special attention towards the end of the movie where one of the crew members, Dave, is outside of the ship and he wants to re enter the ship. And Hal, which is the computer of the ship, tells him, I'm sorry, Dave, but I cannot let you in because you are endangering the mission and that's what is coming because the machine does not have emotions it does not have feelings it is just pure logic it's just pure logic as it is programmed and unfortunately we are becoming more machine like and the machine is becoming more human like and unfortunately again what is going to happen is and especially when artificial intelligence comes out, which is coming down the pike, this is going to be the end of civilization as we know it. I'm very sorry to say this, and I hate to say this for all the young people, because, again, they do not know from the past, and you're about about—you're just about 60 years old, so you've seen a lot, and you've seen the progress, but unfortunately... What is happening? It's all about power and control, and it's exactly what it is. I work at a parking lot across from the airport, and if you don't come in a certain way, guess what? You're not coming in. And right. that's the future. It's all about you either follow the program, you follow the rules, or guess what? It ain't happening, brother. And it's-
2: power and control and a cashless society where everything yep. is done electronically. Um, Look
4: at the frustration you experience just getting a bottle of water. Oh, that's the future, Tom. That's the way it's going to be. If you don't follow the program, you don't get it.
2: Well, I see. I feel yeah, sorry you for you.
4: I feel so- um, free. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Freedom and liberty is what it's all about. We are going to lose our freedoms, and we're going to le- lose our liberties. We are not. We are going to be. Subject to the machine. And unfortunately, I hate to say it, but that's the future.
2: So, when you say losing our liberties because of machines, um, can yes. you give us a real life example that does not involve um, either a Space Odyssey or Clockwork Orange?
4: <laughs> Absolutely. Like I said, Tom, I, I, it, it's all the same thing. You go to the airport and you check in at a kiosk. You don't have the QR code, guess what? You ain't getting on your plane, brother. You have no choice. It's either do it the machine's way or no way at all. You're losing your liberties. We're losing our freedoms. We well, are I've always subject to the machine.
2: Now, thank you, sir. I always, I always seek out human assistance uh, because I'm clearly too ignorant to uh, follow the program. Thank you very much for the phone call. Let's go to Derek in uh, North Tonawanda talking about technology, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, again, basic premise here, when technology makes our lives easier, amen. When it's easy to use, amen. But when all it seems like is just a bunch of, I don't disagree, power and control, and you don't even have a choice. I should have had the choice to say to the guy, hey, can you just give me a bottle of water, please? And I'm going to give you money, and we're going to call that the transaction. And again, I said this at the beginning of the show, Mitch Hedberg had a bit about buying a donut and getting a receipt. And he said, basically, uh, hey i got my donut you got your money i think we can leave ink and paper out of this transaction and uh he was way ahead of his time uh let's go to derek in uh, north tanawanda derek you're on wben welcome to the show sir
6: yeah i gotta tell you this topic
2: i love tech but this topic definitely speaks to my heart like
6: i don't i don't think ai is exactly going to take over the world but it might annoy us to death and uh, like i really have to emphasize because i went through an airport within the past few months. And it literally, I had like 40 minutes uh, to spend between flights. And I was like, all right, I'll go up to this bar, get a beer. Absolutely what you're saying is true. I sit down at the bar, nothing happens. I'm like two feet from the food server person. Absolutely nothing. And after like a few minutes, they're like, oh yeah, they point to some QR code where I have to get the app and scan the thing. Like you literally can't just say, hi, I would like to order such and such a beverage like, it, it, it actually kind of blew my mind to see that. Like, like, there's really someone there, and you can't just talk to them like an actual person. Like, uh-huh. it, it was
0: crazy.
2: Well, there, there's a place at uh, Montego Bay, Jamaica Airport. Uh, it's called Bob Marley's. Oddly enough, they've actually got Bob Marley's VW microbus there. But you know what? There were no QR codes. I could actually talk to Sheldon, the bartender, and get my Patron before the flight.
6: Yeah, and I, I hate useless apps. Like, if I see one more app that wants to change the world, like my hope is that high interest rates will kill off all these useless Silicon Valley companies. Because, like, ultimately, if your sewer line clogs, there's not an app for that. You need someone to get down there and clean poop out of your basement. <laughs> it's like, that's what it takes. And, like, everyone wants to, like, create a list-making app. Or how about this? An app that should be a website, like just make the website work. And I won't have to download an app or, or parking in Buffalo. I tell you what, I don't know if you've experienced that, but there would be these parking lots oh. and like every other day they change to a new app. So you have to not only set up a new account, <laughs> You're right. but a new method of payment. Like it doesn't remember your like payment info from before, so you're like – like all you want to do is like pay for it so you could go walk in some building, and you have to sit there going through like 16 different steps. It's like this is the dystopian future they warned us about, I'm thinking.
2: It It, it is. By the way, awesome use of the word dystopian. Uh, I appreciated <laughs> that very, very much. But, I mean, there it is, the middle of winter. You're downtown. You're freezing your NADs off because it's 18 degrees, the wind is coming (laughs) off the lake, and it's minus 10 as far as the feels like temperature, and you're going through all of these steps. And then, let's face it, machines uh, are not infallible. So you just about hit the last step, and suddenly everything freezes up. I mean, electronically freezes up, not because of uh, atmospheric conditions, but it is... um, I, I the, the frustration again I mean this is
3: mm-hmm.
2: I, I don't know I don't know how we get out of this but it, it's like we're on this headlong rush for dehumanization of the world um and that see that that is my biggest concern and how many times have we talked about this? People don't know how to talk to people anymore, and they don't because they're buried in their cell phones. And I'm sorry, technology can be good, but when technology, we, it's the old story about you go out, you see four people, and they're all immersed in their cell phones without even talking to each other. Like, You could have just stayed home, frankly. Uh, Probably saved some money. Bowerly, with you on a Monday, great to be back, Uh, my loves. Thank you so much for being here with me. And uh, this topic just kind of fell into my lap because of my own personal frustration right before coming on the air with an inability to log into a computer and an inability after that, within 30 seconds, to read an email. Whatever happened in days where I just click on an email and read it, now it sent it to... God knows where. Probably send it to your computer. If you get it, let me know. Send it to me. Uh, Let's go to uh, Derek here on WBEN with more thoughts on technology as we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. And one of my biggest beefs about technology is we are being dehumanized. And what it means to be a human being now is not what it meant just a short time ago. And you people... You people who are younger these days, I mean, you don't really, you don't know what you're missing. Yeah, people can be a giant pain in the the neck sometimes, all right? I get that. But um, you need human interaction. You cannot spend your life uh, on a bloody computer and and call that living. I'm sorry. There's more to life than checking Facebook, looking at your feed. I spend so little time on Facebook, it's not funny. Let's go to... uh, Derek here on WBEN, sir. Oh yeah, and as far as beeps
6: with technology, I'll, I'll give you my number one. This, this is it. This is the one thing where I'm like, bring back the drunk drivers. I'm sick of technology. Like when a light turns green and people do not go because they're like on their phones.
2: Ugh. I just, however, I just take that. However, some vehicles are smart now. Some vehicles will give you a little beep and let you know that the person in front of you has actually accelerated, so you can put your phone down and go. Oh, I my mean, gosh. We've actually put this, we have actually put this design into cars, some models of cars now, to alert you to the fact that the person in front of you is actually moving for the green light.
6: But wait, there's an additional delay, because when you step on the gas, your car goes... Because it shuts off the engine when you're at the red light. A terrible feature from the standpoint of safety, in my uh, opinion.
2: But you can override that with your car, can't you? Yeah,
6: and you better do it every time. No, that oh, Don't get me started on cars. Like In the old days, have you ever lost a key to a car or something? I just, right?
2: I just did today, actually. I don't know where the second oh, key she, to my car I'm went. I'm sorry
6: to hear that if it's a car manufactured since 2000. Oh, but, it is. Uh, It's, it's absolutely. Well, the newer ones, they have cool features, but like the 2000 through 2015 cars are just abysmal in the old days. You used to be able to do the following. You can disassemble, like take apart your door. You can grab the lock cylinder and take that to a locksmith and say, Hey, could you cut a key based on this lock? And they would do it. 20 bucks, problem solved. Nowadays, Like, I don't know if there's an anal probe involved or what, but like, it's like to get a modern car key to turn the key, turn over the engine, and keep the car running is like impossible. And if there's a computer apocalypse, Forget it. Our cars are going to be heavy weights that do absolutely nothing,
2: you know? If we ever get hit with an EMP attack, and and that is why this over-reliance on electronics, I'm sorry, but I think there needs to be some human redundancy built into the system. We're opening ourselves up to paralysis. The more complicated an organism is, I said organism, the easier it is to kill. (laughs) And, um, uh, there's actually, uh, one of our sponsors on WBEN, uh, it's a business called Lockmaster and, uh, Jeff is the guy who is the owner and, uh, he, he has done a great job advertising the fact that he will do a key for you, uh, a, a lot cheaper than some of the dealers are going to be able to do it. And if I don't find my second car key, um... I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go out and see Jeff. But you know this. Uh, I, the, the other thing, uh, one of the topics I got to do at some point is, what are you consistently misplacing? And I'm usually pretty good with car keys, but I don't know what the hell happened to it. Uh, the cell phone. No, I did is- the
6: same thing, and and yeah, I was very hard at myself, but I ultimately solved the problem. But yeah, that that could be a big deal. And I'll tell you, if this particular locksmith guy solves your problem for less than two hundred dollars, then. You should do some some on-air promotion for that
2: guy. Well, uh, you know, he pays. I'll pay. I don't expect any uh, special courtesy or treatment or anything. But, uh, I mean, and, and here's the thing. I know that the minute I have another key made up, I'm going to find the one that I think is lost, and it's going to be in a really obvious place. Uh, thank you. Uh, I appreciate yeah. the call, Derek. I don't know if you guys want me to continue this in the next hour. I mean, I've got a whole bunch of other topics uh, that I could get to, so I'll leave it up to you. If uh, you guys want to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly about technology, I'll continue to do that. But I- I've still got some other stuff to get to that uh, I actually thought was going to be a good show, and I wasn't even ex- I wasn't even expecting this. But thank you for the incredible response to what was a spontaneous program. Eight oh three. This is a question. I did not prep for this program except by life. Life is show prep, baby. And we all go through the same thing. And uh, <laughs> all I can say is just avoid Newark Airport at all costs. It is uh, Bowerly at News Radio 930 WBEN.